0: Today hit music Hot 92 and Hot 100. (laughs) I'm gonna play. uh, the
1: latest from Natasha Bedingfield. I'm gonna play Led Zeppelin on a Saturday night (laughs) here on WPRR. This is Robby Radio. Brian Seymour. Brian James Seymour. That's
0: it. You remembered.
1: BJS. Oh, yeah. Bitches. In the studio. That's what B stands for. Yeah. Bitches. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming back to the uh, studio here, sir. Happy to be here. Nice and cool down here. Yeah, uh, it's uh, below sea level,
0: so uh, right. it
1: stays the same temp all year long. Mm-hmm. I yeah. should say below ground level. I don't know about yeah. the sea level. I, I don't think. know
0: what ocean um, we'd be under.
1: I'm not quite sure where sea level even is. I don't know either. Or how to measure it. Um, it works. You know, I, you, we were just talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I've been a... a 2017 Pearl Jam went in. Uh, Tupac went in. And uh, I've never... I don't think I've ever watched one Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Number one. Really? I've Maybe like Eclipse. Okay. But like watching one the whole way through or like... It's like the whole Just uh, Like if I like the band I've liked them And I know I know a lot about them So seeing them on stage Like accepting the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame awards Like well, whatever Right And plus most of the bands Who accepted Have said in the past Like I don't give a shit About the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame I don't need that To be respected right. In rock and roll music
0: Did you hear They didn't even show up Yeah, yeah. You hear, yeah, yeah.
1: John Frishante Whenever the Chili Peppers Went in and Frishante right. didn't even come It was like can you at least just show up, you douchebag?
0: And they went in, when was that? Just a couple of years back?
1: Yeah, I never watched it. I watched Holy it a little sh-
0: bit. Wow. I mean, you didn't even listen to the new album.
1: Yeah, I fall, <laughs> I've fallen out of music altogether for, for I, a little while now.
0: I get that. I get that. Like, Burn out. I've never fallen out of music quite, but I know what you mean where like stuff kind of comes up in life and you're just like, man, this is something that was like a passion of mine and I can't even work up the interest anymore. I've gotten there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, it wasn't necessarily like I don't... It's not that I don't want to hear it. It's just that... Uh, I, what, how exactly could I explain it? It's not that I don't want to hear it. It's just that I'll get around to it at some point in time. And when I do listen to music, I usually just listen to stuff that I've already heard a million times, which is a shame, but shame that's here. just how it goes. No. But, but podcasts kind of took over my life. But recently I've been trying to get back in because music, just like whenever you're in a bad mood... Music is like its own drug by itself to get you in a, oh, yeah. a better mood. So, so you can just turn on some tunes and just like get into a better mood, like right off the bat. So that's where I, that's why I need to get back into it. Um, but getting back to the whole rock and roll Hall of Fame thing, you're a big Pearl Jam fan, mm-hmm. and I've been somewhat of a fan. You know, not like hardcore, but uh, that's how,
0: how I used to be. Honestly, how do was... you feel?
1: Yeah, you, you, you. Whenever we used to hang out, you weren't a huge Pearl nah. Jam fan. You like fell into them. Like what? What did it?
0: Um, so yeah, I like my musical interest is always like, I love the early nineties era. I'm not going to say the word grunge. Cause I freaking hate that word being associated with like too many acts and stuff like yeah. that. But I do, as you know, like, you know, tool, rage against machine, Alice in Chains. Like that was always kind of my era and stuff. And weirdly enough, not really Nirvana. And I know they're like the poster child.
1: Well, and then I don't know how you feel about it, but I feel like Nirvana always got so much so many accolades that it was like oh nirvana exactly. yeah you again. feel
0: like it's an it's like that Beatles syndrome of like dude i don't i, I just don't want to hear this shit because yeah. you told me to too many times
1: yeah. you know and I, mean? I was i've always loved nirvana really i mean they have some awesome songs and some really good albums but uh when i was young that's who i was really into like when i was sixth seventh grade mm-hmm. like i had their first three albums and i listened to them all the time and after that, I was just I was like, "Yeah, Nirvana. I know they're awesome."
0: I think it's pretty surface level, honestly. Like, uh, I don't know. Lyrically, there's some cool stuff, but anyway, I give you a second. Digressing into another thing again, but um, yeah. As far as Pearl Jam, like that, I always just kind of uh, all you ever hear is even flow. And if you if all you do is rely on like what you hear on the radio, of course you're gonna have like a warped mediocre opinion of any band because yeah. you've only probably gotten subjected to, Hey, if they have a career as long as Pearl Jam, maybe eight songs or whatever, but maybe you don't love all of them necessarily. So mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. I think I, I was driving back actually from Harrisburg, like last spring and on the way home, it was just this real good drive. how Like a day like today, actually, um, we say when we're recording this or let's
1: describe the atmosphere outside today for people who don't know it's beautiful Uh, sunny 75 yeah terrific april uh april 10th 10th, 2017 yeah
0: so a day not much different from today i was Mm -hmm. driving back and uh i'll be honest with you i actually in retrospect don't even remember what song it was that came on but i remember thinking like being intrigued by it. And I'm pretty sure looking back that it was yellow lead better, which is a common one that people play, of course. Good song. Yeah. But, uh, it, it, I went home and I'm like, I don't know something about like hearing Eddie Vedder's voice that day that like everybody always talks about like how he sounds and how powerful it is and stuff. For some reason in that song driving home, I was just in this like perfect mood and it hit me really hard. So I went home and I'm like, I'm going to go on YouTube and just listen to all the Pearl Jam I can get into my head tonight. And that's what I did. And, man, I tell you, like, sitting there, actually, you know, YouTube, everybody will post lyric videos and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's such an awesome way to get into a band. Yeah. Because it's like not only am I just hearing this shit, but you're seeing, like, what was written right there. And I'm reading the lyrics to even the big songs like Alive and Even Flow, which is about a bum, essentially. Well,
1: what's really important with Pearl Jam because. To see the lyrics, because I have no idea what Eddie Vedder's ever saying. And I can't figure out what he's saying. So I would need lyrics (laughs) to get into it, like to really understand him.
0: And that's a good observation too. But like, just listening to some of it, I'm like, man, these guys. This isn't just like, this wasn't just made for radio rock. Like, I mean, these are this is there's some deep stuff going on, and they wrote about some awesome stuff, you know. Uh, first album, uh, Ten, has a bunch of songs that are fueled by like you know issues with women. Eddie Vedder had a really weird situation with his actual biological father and stuff. Like you just start reading everything and it's like these guys have a lot of substance and I was hooked after that. So. And a lot of history. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because whenever I, I mean, I was, I, mean, I shouldn't say I'm not a Pearl Jam fan because I definitely am, but it, it was just Verses and Ten. Those are yeah. the two albums I ever. Those the only two albums I ever had. They're both excellent albums. Mm-hmm. Like they're both top to bottom very solid. But that really was like that was the the beginning of Pearl Jam and that's when they were like at their biggest. Those two albums were just monsters. Like, they were so big. Right. And after that, I mean, he's released how many albums? I mean, Pearl Jam has 10, 12 that's albums, about something yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Besides releasing like every stop on one of their tours, every stop they release an album. So they probably have like over 100. Right. But um yeah, they're just one of those they're they're one of those bands you go back to the 90s and uh there's there's a a core set of bands that have have stuck together throughout decades. And I guess Pearl Jam it's still all the original
0: members, right? Yeah, the only thing they've done is rotated drummers. Oh, okay. Um like there's been four. Oh so, really? So, yeah, oh, actually, I didn't know that. I think the I, I believe uh probably, somebody could probably corrected for sure, but I think the current guy is I don't know why I can't think of his name, but he's Soundgarden's drummer too. Oh okay. I can't I can't think of his name. Blonde hair guy, but yeah, that's all.
1: That's pretty interesting. You know, I I just I I love uh, a band that has like a ton of history and it's whenever we were whenever I was a kid whenever you were a kid like the bands that had history were the bands from the 70s and 80s you know like like Led Zeppelin like they had like a long lineage a long history and now the world or we have the bands that we loved that have like this long history like Tool Mm -hmm. Nine Inch Nails Pearl Jam Chili Peppers uh, there's there's a core group that just they stick together they keep making music and they usually fall off the grid at some point Mm -hmm. like Pearl Jam I would say for the most part besides a couple of Songs over the past decade—they've totally fallen off the grid.
0: Yeah, the quality to, and to me, like you know, we talk about like we were talking about the Chili Peppers a minute ago, and we've yeah. kind of mutually agreed before that the um what's the word i'm looking for just like the there's no there's not a lot of energy behind it it doesn't seem like very inspired basically pearl jam same thing like once you hit um like after the year 2000 Mm -hmm. i mean there's about two songs per album i like and just a lot of just you know straightforward four by four 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 time signature just radio garbage you know i hate to say that loving them so much and there's still some awesome stuff on some of the new albums but like yeah, huge draw.
1: I'd like to know that with a band because that they, they must love making those songs because uh, the, uh, the Chili Peppers have it. They have certain songs that sound like a majority of their music. Like the, the, a lot of their songs have the same tempo, the same cadence. It all just kind of sounds somewhat the same the way they put it together. And it's like they just they, that's just what if, when they finally break it down to like their basic song that they love to make. That's the song that comes out of them, and right. they just. I don't know if they purposely or like consciously or whatever make it over and over and over again but it just seems to go in that direction like Tom Petty like you think of Tom Petty's Greatest Hits like my favorite Greatest Hits collection ever but if I listened to album by album I would never make it through Yeah, because I just yeah. wouldn't be into it mm-hmm. and the Chili Peppers yeah like I haven't even listened to their new album because it just uh when I went through, I listened to I listened to it on YouTube because that's what you do now. Exactly. Like I didn't, I wasn't gonna buy the album at first. I was like, oh, I'll buy it. I'm like, well, they release full albums now on YouTube for some reason, and it's never even under the band's account, which makes no sense to me. It's just a complete random person released the album, and it has like hundreds of thousands of listens. Exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm gonna get it for free. I don't yeah. get it. it is, it's so weird. The music industry has become so strange. Um, but. I listened to the first track; was great, which I can't think of the name of it right now. But the first song was awesome, and as I went through the album, I was like, "Wow, this uh, this is okay. It sounds okay. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not blown away in any way, shape, or form. But I do like a couple of songs, and that's it. And I didn't buy the album, and right. I, I'm sorry. At least I didn't steal it. Yeah. At least I listened to it on YouTube.
0: Yeah, and I just decided, <laughs> yeah, this really does suck. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Um, I wouldn't even say suck. It's just yeah.
0: bleh. Not what you, you know, when you grow up with a band, and I know we're going all over the place with different bands, but when you grow up with a band like that, and especially the Chili Peppers who had such like a, um, you know, early on just in-your-face stuff, you know, yeah. like Sir Psycho Sexy and like Aeroplane and stuff like that. and And I understand the things of like, whatever you want to say mellowed out like in recent years but even go back to californication which sometimes we forget how old that is now but really you know um i even by the way not my favorite album but i mean there's still stuff even on there that's like oh yeah okay this is what i came here for and now dude i actually was driving around earlier today and on my mp3 player in the car that from two albums ago what was it called i'm with you from Mm -hmm. the chili peppers yeah um that happiness is uh, slavery no nah. that's not snail <laughs> that is not snail <laughs> um, happiness is... happiness loves company or some shit okay it came on it's got a piano in it. it's got that ba 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 like that vibe okay dude it came on and i'm like this is crap yeah i hate it i know <laughs> you know
1: that's how yeah it's... and
0: uh, what are you gonna do i mean guys just change people change you Well, know?
1: they yeah they're older and they're 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 mellowed out uh but uh, I, yeah, I would love to get into the mind of a, of a musician who keeps going because a lot of bands don't keep going and then you can mm-hmm. just love their music because they never they never screwed it up right they just kept what it was and then either died or they broke up but when you have a band that just keeps going on and on and on eventually they're gonna hit a point like I'm sure Rolling Stone fans from back in like the 60s were like oh god the greatest band ever and then in the 90s and the early 2000s they still were releasing albums they're like these guys gotta stop
0: yeah they may have even i was just thinking although i like this song i bet like hardcore original stones fans were probably turned off by like uh miss you and Mm -hmm. stuff like that oh yeah disco sound and stuff yeah
1: well metallica uh, is one of those crazy bands because i think they went from like hardcore fans black album came out and they became Sellouts, then they cut their hair and they were ultimate sellouts. So they went through that whole period of Saint Anger, that horrible documentary, uh, Some (laughs) Kind of Monster. And then they came out of that, and their past two albums, uh, Death Magnetic and their new one, are straight back. It's like what they used to do, but updated for today, yeah. Like they found a way to bring it full circle, and now they're like respected again Mm -hmm. as this badass, heavy, they're, they're metal, I guess, a hard rock metal band. So, maybe you have to give it this certain point in time, like where people just get sick of you, come back into it, get sick of you, come back into it. But I wonder then also, you know, how many kids today, like how many kids listen to a new Pearl Jam album? How many kids listen to a new Metallic album? Who's listening to this music? Right. Because I don't think kids are listening to
0: it. That's the the thing. I, I don't know for bands to still get it together and make an album like that. Now Metallica is transcendent. I mean, they've got this whole marketing, you know, they're Metallica, you know, I mean, they had their own festival that we went to before, you know what I mean? Um, But these other bands, like a Pearl Jam or even the Chili Peppers and stuff, you're not going to pick up new fans, I don't think. I wonder, yeah. Yeah, and it's just interesting to me. Like, you were kind of touching on this a minute ago, but when we were young, the whatever, classic rock or the bands with the history was like Zeppelin and The Who and all that stuff. Not really anything from the 80s because, I mean, let's be frank, the 80s suck. But uh, now... (laughs) There's some decent bands. (laughs) Hair metal is like in the genre by itself. Yeah, um, but now... The bands that we loved growing up, it I I have this like real good sense of community with people like you and like my buddy Todd, like just my 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 friends that are into music that we all love System of a Down still and all that stuff, and it's just like a great sense of community. Like I, it's cool to look back and like have that be the new classic rock. Like I, yeah. I guess that would technically be on like this is the thing with radio. I don't know what they would do, but like an active rock station is the only. The only uh, place where you'd hear, you know, some classic Alice in Chains or whatever. But, like, where do you hear all that stuff now, you know?
1: Man, it's it's bad. Rock Radio is on its deathbed. Oh, jeez.
0: Like, it's... Because they're playing the latest... I don't even... Honestly, I couldn't even name a, like, ghost. I think... This is going to get into a whole other topic for me, but like, I, I won't go there yet, but like Ghost, or I know these aren't similar bands, but Nickelback, or Buckcherry, or some garbage, like, why do I want to hear those singles, you know? Yeah, but then
1: again, I I guarantee there's kids who came up with those, like, those are their 90s bands, or yeah. like, those are their 70s bands, like, that's their era, and they love Shine Down, and they love, uh like... We, three Days Grace. Three Days Grace, We and Breaking Benjamin, we laugh about it, but like... Yeah, but you're right, man. The quality doesn't seem to be there that was there. There has to be. I talk about this every freaking time we talk about music. I'm always like, there has to be bands out there that I don't know about, that some kid loves right now that I would love if I heard them. Right. I I hope. But then I also think like maybe rock has transformed into dubstep or electronic, and now it's not like now hip hop is rock and roll. Like it's it's changed to the point where how do you get how would it get back on track? when does it come circled around again? You're saying about rock radio like yeah there's there's classic rock stations. classic rock won't update. classic rock won't accept that mm-hmm. grunge era. they I, yeah, I hate to say the word grunge they, they won't accept that 90s alternative era into their format right. And It's like why? like that's whenever classic rock was classic rock in the 90s. It's still classic rock
0: now. Right. So what's the 90s? Like, where does it fit into the mold? Yeah, because it seems to me, I mean, Guns N' Roses was way late on the boat as far as, like, the classic rock era. I mean, they weren't around in the 70s or anything, but you always hear Welcome to the Jungle or whatever on yeah. every November single... November Rain. Or, yeah. yeah, and we're talking, what, 1989, 1991? So I don't understand, is it the genre or the timing or what is it? Because you're right about Or, or the heaviness, like, a, mm-hmm. you know...
1: Because I guess a lot of stuff in the 90s was heavier and darker, like the 70s. And I honestly, man, ever since I had my son, because he's two and a half, so I don't play, I try to steer away from angry music. Right. And things that have a lot of swearing. So we listen to a lot of classic rock and a lot of like older, early 90s, less offensive hip hop. Like it doesn't have a whole lot of swearing in it. And I've fallen in love with. Hendrix through that like I never understood how awesome Jimi Hendrix was until he's I started playing his music and I'm like this guy's freaking incredible and then I'd watch live performances and it was just like wow is he amazing Yeah. and then Led Zeppelin and uh, just weird bands like uh, um, like ELO like I heard a bunch of their stuff I'm like these guys are I actually get into it Uh, and I guess it might be a lot of singles too maybe not necessarily full albums but if I hear it on the radio then I'll I'm like, man, I never paid attention to the song because I always thought it was just old dog shit. Right. Because when you're a right. kid, you always think the older music sucks. Exactly. Yeah. And then you
0: get older and you're like,
1: oh, that's not too bad.
0: See, I – so when I – um because and I, I don't know if this – you could draw this back to a million psychological things. I don't know if it's because I have an older father for my age or what the hell it is. But, like, when I was growing up, like, I, I think as you know – um, <clears throat> you know, even in my early teen years, and as a teenager, I was wired to think that like classic rock was the be all end all yeah, you were like the reverse, yeah, I was a kid basically, but I'm like, oh dude, I mean like Led Zeppelin is it. I mean, there is nothing else. So I was surrounded by this amazing, really good new rock at the time that I just turned off because I was like, nah, oh, it just has to be stupid, you know, yeah. but it that stuff wasn't, but I think you're right. here we are now. That whole, I don't think rock has to be dead. People like to ask that question or whatever. But in terms of integrity um, that also makes its way onto airwaves, that phenomenon is dead. I don't think rock is dead. The public eyes consumption of rock is way dead. Yeah. Because, I mean, you look in the 70s where, you know, Black Sabbath is another huge band we didn't mention. Like, this album rock. Like, I I hate to keep bringing up radio, but that's how people, like, hear this stuff. And in the 70s, late 60s, 70s, whatever, there was this album rock where it's like, Saturday night, this dude just played Led Zeppelin 3 in its entirety or Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. Now, it's like... You know, some song, of you know, Nickelback talking about putting their balls in a girl's mouth or I don't even, whatever. I mean, I you know, I don't even know what's going on. And it's just these three and a half minute, like, you know, something that some 45-year-old woman's going to be singing at a karaoke event in a couple weeks. I don't know. It's, there's no integrity to but it. But that music
1: goes back. I mean, the, the, every era had that music. But, like, the album is... I I hate like to say the album's dead, but we're so uh, we have so much ADD now, and there's so much music in your face. I think back in the day, like with the albums, you know, you had to you had to save up some cash and go buy a new album. Whenever I was a kid, that's how it was. I'd buy like an album a week Mm -hmm. if I was lucky. I'd take my allowance money, I'd go buy a new album, and I'd walk through the record store, and I would for like. Two hours look at CDs and be like, I don't know, I don't know, and finally pick one. Now you just jump on YouTube and every album is in full on YouTube. It's so disposable that uh, there's no listening to it. I can't tell you the last time I listened to a full album. Right. Like I tried to listen to the Chili Peppers whole album and then like halfway through it, I got distracted by something else and I started doing that. And yeah. I was like, oh, I'll listen to the rest of this later. So I don't even, I, I don't think people consume music like that anymore. They don't sit down, headphones on listen to a full album
0: anymore. Definitely a fair point. I mean, I I do the exact same thing. I rarely listen to an album the whole way through and I, I remember even when we were kids, like I'm 30, anybody that's probably over the age of 25, I'll say anyway, probably had a time in their life where they did sit there and listen to a whole CD that they bought or whatever. But, you know, if you're younger than that, I mean, you've come up on immediacy and just pulling up whatever song you want to hear and stuff like that. And playlists and, and I, Spotify. Yeah. And Pandora. And, and I am guilty. I mean, I do it myself now, but as a kid, there was something like just cool about having that album and listening to the whole thing. Like I remember just the other day, I heard somebody reference the song, um, one headlight by the wallflowers, which mm-hmm. I, I, I love that song. I know that was, you know, real big when we were real young, but like, um, I went and was listening to it the other day and I'm like, dude, this its just like piercing through me, not only for like nostalgia, but just like lyrically and stuff. And I remember having that album, it was called bringing down the horse yeah. and there was like six songs on it. I really liked and Just listening to that the whole way through all the time.
1: But I wonder if one headlight was a single on the radio today, would you think it's dog shit? Because that's a great question. Today.
0: That's a great question. Um, I'd like to think no. Because there's bands now like,
1: uh, um, uh, what's the the radioactive song by the Imagine Dragons? Like, that's a cool song, Mm -hmm. but it's so current and it's so beat to death on modern radio that I don't even like it. Yet, the first time I heard it, I was like,
0: wow, this is a badass song. I could see how you'd think that, yeah.
1: But then it's on Top 40 Radio, everybody's playing it, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, the song's so lame. Like, I've heard it a million times. And.
0: but to a kid,
1: I would imagine that's that's like their, you know, under the bridge, or that's their Christ, let's uh, stink fist, or but, <laughs> I probably, know, what you but it mean, probably but... is because it's a very, uh, you know, it's it's a kind of a dynamic song, yeah, it's put together. So just, I feel like there's
0: there's got that's a solid example. I, I was gonna say I feel like there's got to be even a better one than that. I'm sure like, there is, yeah.
1: but I just don't, off the top of my head, can't. That, yeah. Radioactive sticks out because it was one of the last songs that I heard on uh, like CHR radio. That I actually thought, hey, that's actually, that's that's
0: kind of cool. I, I totally see how you could hear that song. Actually, I'll give you an example of one that I think even more, i even better about. But I could see how you could hear that song and be like, this isn't going to make my top, you know, whatever. But I mean, this is solid. Um, I love the Chainsmokers, actually. <laughs> I see. I am not joking around, dude. <laughs> Jesus. Don't let me down by the Chainsmokers. Catchy, man. That is a good freaking song. And
1: like... They have... They've, they've mastered the earworm of, like, that perfect three-minute song that, mm-hmm. like, they know just the right beat and tempo. Like, It's just... Yeah. yeah.
0: In any setting, man, I could be driving around and it comes on my MP3 player or, like, it's a great gym song. Like, when that... Riff hits in the middle of it, like
1: so. You're in the gym listening to the Chainsmokers. I i
0: got that song on there anyway. God damn it, man. not Closer. I would never listen oh, to that oh, in the my gym. God, I hate that or song Or like so Roses. Much. Oh, basically, all I like is Don't Let Me Down. That's I all am, I'm saying. That's another example.
1: I'm going to be honest. My mind is blown right now. You hey, through the Chainsmokers into the into the fold here.
0: I heard Closer, and I'm like, nah eh, I'm not, you know, wanting to. Gouge my eyes out mm. at this, and then I heard "Don't Let Me Down." I'm like, I thought out love this song.
1: Yeah, "Don't Let Me Down" is catchy. Closer, I want to claw my eyes out. I can see, I could see it. Yeah, baby, hold me closer yeah. in the backseat. Have your like, it's shut the little, fuck. Oh my it, god, yeah, <laughs> it's a little rough. I guess.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying they. I don't know. To me, it 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 is better than most of what's out there right now. I
1: know? guess. I guess what I'm blown away by is. A cynical music fan is yourself. Yeah. Being a fan of the chain smokers. But
0: I but also I am eclectic. Like I mean, nine inch nails, although like it's a different different subject matter and stuff, is electronic and stuff and yeah. I like that. I do like electronic music whenever it's it seems like it has some integrity in it, you know what I mean? But uh
1: the yeah. Chainsmokers, I would think, is maybe the bottom of the barrel of integrity. I, I don't dude, know. I
0: don't know. I, I saw a live. I even I pulled it up. I here's how pathetic I am about it. I pulled it up on watch a live performance on YouTube, and I was even impressed. Actually, wow, yeah, I mean, because nobody's lip syncing. There's instruments. It's not like it was, you know, right. It was cool stuff. I think you're. I think you're short sell, selling short the uh, the Chainsmokers. Well. I'm-
1: Comes from my my past history of being in thr radio for so long yeah. and hearing the worst songs ever and yeah. just having them burn into my brain and it, it, any if anything gets played a hundred times a day and you hear it a hundred times you're gonna get sick of it. I, I, just, I, but but no, don't let I'm me sure. down is one of those songs like where even even when I hear it a million times I'm still like ah yeah, that's that's a pretty damn good song. Mm-hmm. I like that. I mean it just it catches you and it it's just. It isn't corny at all. It doesn't come across as corny.
0: Speaking of that vulnerable state when you first hear a song and the band isn't like a thing yet and there's this social thing attached to it. So like you're saying, uh, like Imagine Dragons, I'm supposed to hate, so I hate them. Right. You know what I mean? I remember the time, and sorry if this embarrasses you at all. I think you'll probably admit to it, though. There was a time where we were in the studio together and this new band... (laughs) that was filed under rock. I'm excited right now. Uh, got, we got a song from this new band that we were going to record into the system. So we, you're like, hey, man, there's a song that came in. I want you to check out and let me know what you think about it. So I, I go into the studio with you, and it's it's called I Write Sins, Not Tragedies by <laughs> Panic at the Disco. I still dig that song. I think it's a cool song. Uh, I sing it as a joke at work all the time. But we're you played it. And, I, I, I mean, I, it didn't turn me on that much. I mean, I... I because, it was very different. I liked how
1: different it was. And
0: I do agree with that. And, honestly, there are songs I would much less want to hear than that. But, at least in a format of, um, you know, hot AC or whatever, like, to play something like that was a change of pace, you know? Yeah.
1: I'm not yeah. going to say I'm a Panic! at the Disco fan, but I did no. always think... Dig- I and mean, they had a couple of those singles that I was like, eh, they aren't bad. But I think what my thing always was, was because working on top, top 40 radio for so long there's so little like actual rock music mm-hmm. that whenever whenever anything comes in that's even close to being something you could you know feel not like a total douche playing in your car right then i'm like oh okay like this this song is not rock and it's not something that i would ever like put the cd in and listen to the whole way through but for the genre that it is being played or for on on the station it's being played on to to break through and actually kind of rock i was always like kind of excited about like like the neon trees they had a couple of songs like animal was like that's not a song i would ever listen to outside of radio but hearing it in the context of in between horrible pop
0: acts right
1: it became a pretty good song to me
0: another one actually and this is to this day a pretty guilty pleasure band for me and we've seen them live is the killers they made their way into that too. I yeah, mean,
1: see, I never liked the killers that much. Really? Yeah, see, I mean, a couple
0: songs. To me, I think like that, that's something I was really happy like penetrated that format that I could hear because it was way different, you know. I mean, I know it's not hard rock,
1: but Well, somebody told me rocks. I mean, Yo, that yeah. song's the lyrics are really stupid,
0: mm-hmm. but the oh, sure. song
1: itself rocks pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I I'm just curious, we we're talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like you you fast forward like 20 years from now. Who's going in? I, I would love to get like a 16-year-old on this podcast who loves music and just find out what are you listening to? Like, what are you into? Who did you grow up listening to? And you were saying about your dad, like, because you grew up listening to music. So you kind of had somebody showing you music. Like, this is mm-hmm. what I like, and this is good music. And I'm going to do that to my son. I'm going to play yeah. in the stuff that I like because it's actually good music. That's my own personal opinion, mm-hmm. but it is. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I mean, there's integrity. Yeah, there's it. integrity behind it. Yeah, so uh, I guess for me, I didn't have parents like my stepdad listened to Jimmy Buffett. You know, Oof. I'm not going to be a fan, and I tried yeah. Jimmy yeah. Buffett, and I was like, this sucks. Bless and your uh, soul. And my dad liked the Carpenters, and my mom liked Boston. That's
0: intriguing to me, knowing your dad. Yeah, it's strange. You yeah. Know. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: but my mom liked like Boston, which Boston's a good classic that's rock band. That's a good band. mom band. But she never like listened to them, you know what right. I mean? So I never had somebody showing me music. I kind of just found it on my own, and that's, I guess that's why I never got into classic rock. I was always current. What was going on when I was a kid is what I grew up on, because that's all that I ever heard.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah, it. I was really glad that I at least had that guide that also like planted rock in my mind, and I'll never forget. This is just a funny anecdote. Um, here was my dad testing the waters with me. Like you talk about your situation now. Like me and him went fishing one time, and I was I don't know maybe like eight or nine or you know, and I guess he was like, "Yo, yeah, let's let's uh, let's try this music out on the boy, see what he thinks." You know. So we're driving around, and I imagine it was a cassette. Because I don't know what else he could have done. Uh, he had Led Zeppelin 2 in and he played Whole Lot of Love. And Whole Lot of Love has that big section in the middle that's real weird and spacey, and Robert Plant's doing that. Ah, ah, yeah. like all that shit. And we're driving around and he's playing and it gets to that part, and me being whatever, eight or something, I'm just kind of looking around in my surroundings, listening to this stuff. And I, I honestly wasn't forming an opinion. I wasn't real sure. And as Robert Plant's doing these sex noises and all this weird stuff, my dad just goes, just making you uncomfortable, bud. <laughs> 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 to which I, I, I think I just was like, no, I mean...
1: Because parents think the kids know what they're thinking. Yeah, I didn't. And you don't know. No, I
0: didn't know that that sounded like sex. I don't know. That's hilarious, man.
1: (laughs) That is the best part of the song. Then that's the solo comes in. Oh, Jesus. Blows you away. And then like the
0: snares come in real hard and they go back into a verse. Holy shit.
1: This is not even music related, but I was doing my radio show, Rest in Peace to the Rob Z Show. (laughs) And uh, uh, I I did, um, I was talking about snowflakes, right? I was making a joke about Hillary Clinton supporters being snowflakes. Mm -hmm. And it was a stupid joke, totally non-offensive, unless you get easily offended by things and you're offended. Mm -hmm. So some lady called me up and she's like, I have four children in the car and they keep asking me what's a snowflake. I was like, well, just tell them what a snowflake is. Like it falls from the sky. It's a simple, just be like... They're children. Yeah, just say like the snowflake is uh, somebody who's sensitive. Or you could just end it in a second. It's not like... Well, you see, Hillary and Trump, and uh, if you're not a Trump supporter and you're kind of a sissy, then you're a snow- like you wouldn't have to go into this long tirade about what a snowflake is. But in this other dad, I played a bit, and um, I guess I should have censored the audio, but they said uh, camel toe in the song. It was like a parody song, and he wrote a letter, and oh, it boy. said, you know. I was in the car with my boy, and it said. I just assume he talks like this, and it said the word. I heard the word camel toe, and I felt uncomfortable. Yeah, you might have, but your son doesn't know what the hell a camel toe is. Plus, whose job is it to parent here, buddy? But you think I hate that. But who would like if you are eight, seven, ten? I mean, maybe you know what a camel toe is. I don't know, but I doubt it. I didn't when I was a kid. I didn't know what a camel toe was until I was like. 16 maybe right yeah really <laughs> What the Same point here. Time was. So,
0: what's the point of d- 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 I, I, that has always been one of my biggest no what am i supposed to tell my kids well dude i'd figure it out because you're the dad uh, not me you know what i mean like get out of here with yeah, that just, like well, these guys aren't role models oh uh mark mcguire took steroids what am i supposed to tell my kid well figure it out i would tell him right from wrong be like hey this dude cheated he's not the best role model I would tell him, you know what? Mark
1: McGuire took a lot of steroids. He became a house. He could hit balls super far. You can do that if you want to. It's illegal, and you might end up in jail. Right. You know. It's Here's just like, the objective viewpoint. Just teach them. It's. Like, I can't tell them what steroids are. This is But it goes back to rock and roll. Like when rock and roll came out. Like they. It was the work of the devil. Instead right. of it just being music that somebody made. It was like this is Satan. Let's reverse the audio. Right. They're talking about marijuana. Can you
0: hear it? Right.
1: And it's just like shut up. Like what are you talking about? It's, that kind of stuff has always blown my mind. But yeah. I, I, yeah. It, I I think to my, I think like with Max, like, yeah, I don't play many songs that have swearing in them. But Mm -hmm. when he's eventually old enough to hear swearing and he's like, Dad, what's the F word? I'll be like, It's a swear word. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll just explain it to him. Like, this is how people talk. Right. And, you know, you can't talk like that to your teachers. And of course, he's going to be saying it before. My nephew who's he's like 7 and he's like the most innocent kid ever. One day we were playing softball and like the ball hit him in like kind of in the nuts and he goes, "Oh fuck." Oh wow. And I was like, geez, But yeah. he already knows the word cuz one of his friends knows the word and right. they said it and it's just like whatever.
0: Yeah. I mean like you just you instill the values in it. that I cannot stand it when a parent reaches out for somebody else to like censor for their children.
1: I, yeah, and, and local radio it makes me laugh because um you know the artist would never be ripped apart by the the person the, the
0: the the
1: fact that the artist made the song that is offensive would mm-hmm. never cross the mind of the person who's listening to the music in this car it's always like how could this radio station let that song be played Or well the per why don't you get mad at the person who made the song what are you gonna do about it or like, say
0: to yourself like maybe i should change the channel if this kind of stuff is gonna happen yeah take it on to yourself we were in the
1: car yesterday and hot for teacher came on by van halen yeah and that song, I love that whole song. The beginning. I just is think it's an awesome song. Yeah. I mean, the lyrics are so dumb. Yeah. But it's just the music's just the badass. drums at the beginning.
0: I like a lot. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: And it sounds like a, a motorcycle revving up. Yeah. So Max like was like, oh motorcycle. Oh yeah. And, like I was cranking it up, and he was headbanging, and I just thought to myself, man, like this is so cool. That, like he's getting down to Van Halen. Not that I'm a huge Van Halen fan, but I've always loved that song. Yeah. But it's just cool that like at two and a half years old, you recognize. Like when something's badass, right? Like he's like, yeah, this is—I could tell he was like into it. Exactly, like, That's pretty cool. Yeah, oh yeah, can tell.
0: Yeah, I, t- I totally agree with that. And then David Lee Roth comes on talking about wanting to bang the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bad parent. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, but yeah. So anyway, you want to get back to this? Go ahead. Yeah. How do you how do you feel about Tupac being? Because this
1: is like the outrage as always. Mm-hmm. The hip hop artist going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, there's no hip hop Hall of Fame, so.
0: It's music. I mean, yeah, I think that's ridiculous. It's fine.
1: But what about like Madonna? You know, she's classic. Yeah. She she could be considered rock mm-hmm. by her like by her mannerisms, like her being ballsy and like right. you know, doing things that nobody else has ever done. Tupac going into the Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, kind of makes sense to me because he's like. I, I feel like hip-hop is the rock and roll of today. Like, hip-hop stars are rock stars now. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who are doing the drugs, banging chicks, getting right. in trouble. Like You don't hear rock artists... Dying. Dying. <laughs> you don't hear rock artists doing it anymore. Right. Unless they're old and they die on stage on a cruise uh-huh. ship. Right. Like the dude from Boston just did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he died playing,
0: like, smoking or something yeah, on a cruise but ship. But... Uh, yeah.
1: So you don't have any, you have no qualms. No,
0: I I think that is freaking ridiculous. Oh, it's called the rock and roll. But, well, I mean, it's music. Like, music is transcendent. I hate pinning it down to genres and stuff like that. I think that's ridiculous. And this is going to continue. I mean, we're at the point where, like, original hip-hop, is going in. You know what I mean? It's 2017. So you add it up. I mean, 1992, you have to be active for 25 years, I think it is, to be eligible to get into the hall. So you're looking at 1992 at this point. So yeah. Yeah. It's
1: interesting. I mean, it's interesting because uh, there are no, oh, I shouldn't say, in, in local markets, like in small radio, I'm going back to radio again, but like uh, there's, you got classic rock radio stations. You have no like classic hip hop or 90s stations, mm-hmm. even though that's what the core demographic of people who listen to the radio would want. Right. At least at least that's how I feel. I mean you still want eighties pop, but nineties pop and nineties hip hop is like if you wanted to make money off of a genre of music right now, that would be the genre because you got like thirty year olds who have families who would be who would want that music all day long. Right. Like I would love a station that was all nineties. Oh yeah. And it's like every kind of nineties. Like, like not gin just, blossoms. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Gin blossoms into you know, I'll say Britney Spears even though I don't like her songs, yeah. just the nostalgia factor. Yeah. It's like having Cindy Lauper come on like, "Oh, that song sucks," but right. it just takes you back. I think
0: it's our age group, yeah. I would appreciate that. And
1: it, well, the classic thing with rock artists, Journey going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Steve Perry <laughs> accepting the award with the band and then not performing with the band. Like you've got to be a special kind
0: of douchebag. He uh he did not accept it with open arms. Hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, I I and I don't know the story behind it, but I mean I already hate Journey personally. Um may offend some people, but I just the whole lead singer is a douchebag um phenomenon continues, I guess. I don't know.
1: It just confuses me. Like I was trying to his quote was uh, I must give a complete shout-out to a man who sings his heart out every night, and that's Arnell Panita.
0: Is that who the, who is their vocalist? Arnell, I love you, I guess. Can Steve Perry not sing anymore? Actually, dude, there might be something to that. I think I've heard that. So here we are just chastising him for not... <laughs>
1: I'm still going to call him a complete douchebag because cool. I don't know the answer. I'm cool with it. You might just as well side like... it
0: on the air caution and just call him a douchebag. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to let it out there that he's a douche. All um, right, and we'll
1: just we'll settle it with that. Cool. Uh, so who else went into the Hall of Fame? You have yes, you have ELO. Um, a Nile Rogers. I, I don't know what to say about these bands to be honest with you. And yeah, I, sorry I mean classic rock fan listening but.
0: i'm I'm not a huge yes fan myself, but definitely understand what they did for like progressive rock because back then, you know, you had like King Crimson, yes uh Pink Floyd was a huge example and uh Rush all that were like extremely st- weird ass time signatures doing songs in excess of 8 minutes and stuff like that these overtures and everything guys that were just like I don't care about getting on the radio I want to make music so yeah. that's cool just what uh, some of the sound of yes I just I can't get into well no right yes go oh, no. Yes. Yes, I agree with no. You got what I'm calling. Yeah, you got it.
1: <laughs> but I mean, you're a big Tool fan. You like progressive rock. And mm-hmm. I do too. I think it's a nice departure from anything else that mm-hmm. uh, that music has to offer because yeah, you, it seems it seems to me at, uh, at least lately that music's starting to get away from worrying about being on the radio cuz radio's slowly not acceptant of there's too many genres of music, there's too much music, and like you're not going to hear Uh, a lot of dubstep or like even though it makes its way in to radio Mm -hmm. in small portions you know you're not you're not hearing all of that on the radio and it seems like there's more artists making longer stranger music that just doesn't fit any sort of of genre Mm -hmm. so you don't even know how to really put it into a Into a certain, I'm trying to think of a band off the top of my head that I've like, that this has happened lately that I've listened to, and I'm like, wow, it doesn't sound like. Well, there's a lot of rock out there that
0: I've dabbled in that uh, would never be on the radio. Like what? uh, Like, well, I shouldn't say never, because Mastodon was one of the examples I Mm -hmm. had, but I, I, in you know markets where there are actual people living um i think it's played like never never around here or something like that but uh um or like they're just just some abstract rock bands like there's one called Baronis. okay um, yeah, i've heard of them yeah they do like some weird shit it just they would never be played on the radio you know what i mean but
1: Yeah, and maybe that's how it seemed like maybe the 80s hair metal period was the period where that's when people seemed to be making music for a mass audience. That seemed like to be the the biggest time for that. You had a lot of bands making songs about chicks and they were all like three and a half minute songs and it just seemed to be very commercialized. Right. But then in the 2000s, you also had bands like Nickelback who did that as well. Um, But I'm really happy that, you know... uh, I'm going to see Metallica next month, and nice. I haven't listened to a whole lot of new rock. So I did listen to Avenged Sevenfold, some of their stuff. And I was like, this is pretty damn good. Mm. I mean, it's pretty impressive. I listened to Volbeat, who's on their tour, and those guys sound like Dio. Yeah. I mean, the lead singer sounds like Dio. Huh. And I was like, man, these, this is really uh, not what I expected. Right, because the name Volbeat sounds like a terrible name for a band. Right, I "I don't. I'm not gonna like these guys. And I listened to a couple of songs, and I was like, man, they're they're pretty badass. But then I also thought I couldn't listen to a whole album of rock anymore because maybe because I'm too old. I don't. know. (laughs) my my musical uh, thirst has changed. I just like different. Sound like calmer music now. Yeah, I used to like angry, which is when you're younger, you just like angry music. I'm still in the angry, I still have the angry in me. Yeah, I do. I do sometimes when I'm working out, I I will listen to some angrier stuff, but like Nirvana. Like when I was young, and you know, when you're young, the angst Nirvana was the perfect band. But when Mm -hmm. I go back and listen to them now, we were I was just at a party a couple of weeks ago and they were playing Nirvana and it was like they were playing the full album. I don't know, it was like a live album and uh, it was just so. I just was like, can you guys change it? Like it's, there's so much anger coming from this music. <laughs> they were like, get <laughs> out of here, pussy. So lame, yeah. It just felt so weird about saying that. But I honestly felt like I was like it's giving me negative feelings. Like energy. felt
0: misplaced. Yeah,
1: like I'm having fun, but Kirk Cobain's just full of angst and suicidal yeah, hatred. And- right. I just couldn't. Yeah,
0: it was bringing me down. I kind of I could see where you're coming from there. <laughs> Depending upon the gathering, you know what I mean. Yeah, but it's true. Yeah. Speaking of uh, going to shows, though, I am officially going to see Tool on June 5th in oh, Pittsburgh, yes. Peterson Event Center. Should be an awesome time. So happy about that. They did. They haven't done like a mini tour like this. Uh, I don't think like in a couple years they do like a couple festival dates while they're quote unquote working on the new album. Um but yeah, so pretty pumped about that. That
1: ten year process yeah. of making a new album. Yeah, eleven at this point, yeah. I, are they like are they playing new songs on tour?
0: Uh no. Uh That's well nice. they they uh, so there's over the last couple of years when they've been out, there's been some uh, little musical pieces that are definitely new to people, and they assume that it's going to be on the next album. So they'll probably mix those in as like transition songs. But the cool thing is when you go to see a band that isn't touring for an album anymore, yeah. I mean, you could get an equal split from all their albums. So I'm pretty pumped to see what they'll play. Yeah,
1: that's the really cool part. You know, yeah. you're not going to hear some stuff you don't know mm-hmm. and you don't necessarily want to hear. Right. And it's been a big resurgence lately of like a band coming out and doing a full album yeah, on a tour. I've been hearing
0: that, actually. Yeah.
1: So what's... Why? I, that's awesome. Like Third like- Eye Blind. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Doing?
1: Uh, they did. They they did a tour of their full their their self titled album. They did a full tour just playing that album. It's
0: the self titled one with like how's it going to be and all yeah, that on it. Yeah, okay. okay. A, well, okay. the only, well, that's the only good. good songs they ever had. Were well, who on that who one wouldn't want to see that? I mean, Jesus. I want to hear three songs and that's it. Yeah, and I want to hear the whole album. But you're going to miss out on if they do that. You're going to miss out on. Uh, I never let you go. I think no, that's that. the same album. Nah, it's not. It's not. I can confirm it. I had that album. Did you? Yeah. I, when I <laughs> so was that kid, was their but...
1: second album. That was
0: No, I had I had the How's It Gonna Be album. And oh, I know okay. that song oh, was later on. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, yeah. gotcha. Yeah.
1: So Semi Charmed Life was on that one Yeah, well.
0: that was Jumper.
1: But that's a new thing that came that's come around that I think is uh one of the best things that music has done in a while. Like it's nice to have That was cool. It's because I hate going to a show and not knowing what I'm going to get, and then you get a bunch of songs you don't want to hear, mm-hmm. and yeah. you're pissed by the time you leave.
0: Yeah, but I think like we are in a good place overall, um, even though there may not be a savior as far as new rock goes. And I know, like I said, a lot of people, for whatever reason, are into this ghost band. I think it is... I'll have to check it out. Dude, I think it's garbage. It's oh, okay. Everybody is um, acting as if it's some kind of new, uh, unique, dark type thing. Basically, they all wear costumes. Right. And yeah, they all have masks, and they never break out a character, and they even do interviews with that on. Right. And the lead singer, uh, the vocalist, Dies and is reincarnated or some bullshit every single album, and his name's like Papa Emeritus or something. Okay, and they're on like the fourth iteration of him now, and it sucks. The music sucks. Um, (laughs) like Black Sabbath did this whole thing 50 times better 40 years ago, right? Well, it's Um, been re I
1: mean, Guar seems like that band, like Slipknot.
0: yeah i mean did they do masks and shit i think they did, they did. yeah i yeah. don't know if they still i'm sure they still do on but tour these guys are just it sucks and like the, the guy the guy doesn't even sing well the rock's not even that hard i'm just not a fan of it but it is cool that like with, there is this definite resurgence of like these bands like our classic rock like i shared on facebook i'm not going to go to it but i thought it was cool that um uh primus and clutch Oh, yeah. At uh, Stage AE, I think, in Pittsburgh. Yeah. You don't want to see up. Primus. I do want to. Maybe I'll look back into when the show was, but at the time I had too much going on. But, like, there is a resurgence of these bands, like, out there doing stuff and everything, and that's definitely very cool.
1: I think Primus is the last band on my bucket list that I never saw live. Like, yeah. I, I've seen it. Everybody else that I've like, from the 90s that I've wanted to see. Did you see Cake? I forget. Yeah. Oh, man. I think I, I, think I couldn't. I invited go. you to go. Yeah, I yeah. could
0: Something was going on, and I couldn't oh, go. One of my favorite shows ever. Just I because, bet.
1: also because they barely ever tour. Right. And they played a lot of the songs that I love. Yeah. And also, they gave away a tree on stage. So that was pretty much... That was like a Cake the, show. You know, yeah. It was very bizarre. It was really good. Yeah. And uh, they sounded... They, they were one band that I think... Uh, They sounded very authentic to their album. Like, the music sounded... Sometimes you hear bands and, like, the song just... It's missing something in the live performance. They nailed every song the whole way through. Like, it just sounded like it did on the album. Yeah, yeah. But Cake's one of the greatest bands ever, Oh, I totally
0: agree. Uh, But, yeah, all these guys are still doing stuff, you know, save for a couple bands, and I think that's cool. I mean, at least we still have that, so...
1: At least we still have the nineties. Yeah. Even though today totally sucks. Right.
0: And it's all been recorded and it's all there to access and listen to whenever you want to. Yeah. So
1: it's yeah. all been done. Right. Bare naked ladies.
0: There's a classic. We'll for
1: finish you. with the bare naked ladies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Create that nineties station, yeah.
1: Thanks for coming in, Bri.
0: Absolutely. Good time. Good music talk. Catch you later, bro. Alrighty. That's brutal.